Hello and welcome to Under Skin from Luminary. This week I spoke with Adrian Mishler, aka Yoga with Adrian. Adrian's an actress, yoga teacher. She's an actor. People don't say actress no more, do they? Actor, what? they say. What? <laughs> yeah, they don't say accent, actress no more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what if you want to be called an actress? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Adrian's an actor. <laughs> yoga teacher and entrepreneurus. She's best entrepreneur. She's best known for her incredibly popular YouTube channel, Yoga of Adrian. She's got nearly 10 million subscribers there. She's also co founder of a yoga video subscription service, Find What Feels Good. If you'd like to listen to the rest of this podcast and all of my weekly Under the Skin podcasts, all you have to do is download Luminary. You can get a subscription for as little as two ninety nine a month with their annual plan, that is, and you get a seven-day free trial to get yourself started. Also, I've got a brand-new meditation podcast called Above the Noise, which is fantastic. It's a guided meditation that I do each week. We do a different issue. It's lovely. When people do the meditation with me, they're surprised how calm I am. Did you know that, Jen? Who said that? Joe Wicks. <laughs> so there you are. Yeah. Well, it'd be weird if you were upbeat. Right, okay, Relax. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it, to have that? Anyway, it's good. Uh, like, uh, I'm pretty pleased with it, and I think you should subscribe. So, obviously, it's not available in all markets. It is subject to local currency. Now, in this section that I'm giving you for nothing, or Luminary giving you for nothing, the uh, this we talk about the shift in the yoga community from the fetishization and optimization mindset to, to yoga being reintegrated as a genuine tool for mental health and growth. And what could be a more important thing to talk about than that? We're, she says we're past the yoga booty era. Are we, Jen? Yeah, I don't really hear anyone talk about it anymore. Yoga booty, yoga ass. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There you go. Well, let's have a little listen to that and talk about sort of yoga and uh, the ancient world in modernity. Now time for comments. Under Pressure Music says, as far as Glenn is concerned, he's the greatest journalist that has ever lived bar none. There you go. Can't argue with that. I'd be pleased to hear that. If I... What people should do if they are a guest on the show is not bother to listen to the one that they're in because oh, yeah. the intro's so long that they'd be like, <laughs> oh, God, when's it going to be me? When's it going to be me? But they should listen to the next one and then they'd hear comments about themselves relatively quickly, having only endured the banter decanter and whatever swill you've poured into it. <laughs> Galen Wood, Russell, keep searching for answers. You're very intelligent. I'm on the right because I cannot make common sense of the left. Oh, Galen Wood, I really just love you and I just don't see any boundaries between any of us. Remember when Candice Owens, and let's face it, she a controversial guest, came on. She went, she went, oh, I suppose you, let's all live on Lollipop Lane. And she skipped around, didn't she? And I thought, I refuse to, I'm going to love everybody. Time now for the new section called Listener Shout Outs. Listener Shout Outs. When yeah, am I going to hit? Is there a jingle? Yeah. Have I heard this one? Yeah, the, the hip hop one. Oh yeah, I love that one. Is there? A, but there's one I've not heard yet. What's that one? Um. Well, there's goodbye. This thing. I, oh yeah, my Michael Jackson one. We haven't one. done jingle jangle or jingle jangle. What are you ever. doing the whole time you're over because, there? Watching Line of Duty. Yeah, not knowing who the lead actors are. Eating. Uh, attempting vegan, the splits. Vegan chicken nuggets. Eating vegan. So many. You can get vegan chicken nuggets in they're Switzerland. Incredible. And vegans. What from a takeaway? No, from the co-op. Is it actually called the co-op? Yeah, it's where we get your special chocolate from. It's amazing. I'm going to go that country. <laughs> anyway, listen to shout-outs. Ian in Finland go, When is Thank You For Listening by Russell Brand going on Spotify? Lovely voice. P.S. Jenny, I'm painfully thin <laughs> with a chiseled jaw. It's one of those Ians that's got 
too many eyes in it though. Does that is that a problem Ian's for you? Ian's are often thin, aren't they? You will never meet a fat Ian. <laughs> you could you could live a hundred years. The thin Ians of the world. Peter Crouch should be called Ian. Yeah, he should. He should be called Ian. <laughs> Eat the thin, yeah. Most of the Ians, Ians are thin. It's a, it's a thin-sounding name. If you're a non-thin Ian, <laughs> contact us here. Um, Melissa, Meli- you're not really. Are you looking for a chisel drawer at the moment, or are you chisel drawed up? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> you got a nice chisel drawer. I'm always sad. <laughs> you're not always sad. Is it what's what causing it? You think the eyebrows? My eyebrows. Is it the sheer weight? <laughs> I love my eyebrows. It's one of the few things I like. On well, the face, I like the rest. It looks like you like them. It's as if you're trying to grow them to cover your old head. <laughs> Melissa Alspergas from Hawaii, if you can imagine that, says, "Dear Russell and Jim, I love the way you have fun." It took me a while not to be annoyed by the banter. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us feel that way. Only because I don't know how to have much fun. Oh. Well done, Melissa. You've gone on a journey of fun. Thanks for the great interviews, helping me to be conscious and learn how to have fun in spite of the painful transformation the planet's experiencing. You've got to have fun. We all need more fun, happy and awake conversations, which you bring to the mainstream media. Well, I don't know if it's the mainstream. It's a subscription model podcast. And (laughs) (laughs) it's only you and Steph Oi listening. (laughs) Keep it coming. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. We taught someone how to have fun. That's good. Um, that's for the job we're doing here. Now, the other thing that we're doing on Above the Noise, the other podcast that you produce, and I must say, I, I prefer you on that, Jim, because you don't <laughs> say a word. It, like, that's my meditation, my guided meditation podcast. When are you doing it? What are you doing? You're on the phone, are you? On Pinterest? No, or, Pinterest. What, you're on Grindr? I'm not, doing, I'm not a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? I'm just looking at the waveforms. That's what you do. <laughs> you look like at this. waveform. Yeah, to make sure it's doing okay, because you go very quiet, and then I don't want it to stop or anything. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the waveform. That's, That's what my job me. is. To look at the waveform. I'm sound engineering. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Jen, Jen, Jen. Are you looking um, at the waveform or now? Sending telepathic feelings into your meditation. Are you doing that? Maybe. What like? They <laughs> better not be destructive because I'm like sensitive what? to that. Like, oh, I hope you stutter. Something like that. No. Chrissy Foxton says <laughs> about above the noise. She goes, just completed the anxiety meditation. I went from an eight to a three. That's cool. It was a very lovely meditation. My first with you, so thank you. Pav Shahal goes, I'm so glad you've done this meditation show. I've just finished the anxiety one. I truly felt the transportation from my inner self to outer, I guess out into the universe. Or that feeling of expansion back to the inner self, rejuvenated, and I'm ready to start my day. As someone who does meditation sporadically, I look forward to these releasing weekly, hoping to build a more frequent and daily practice. Thanks, mate. So, like, if you've uh, just listened to Under the Skin, have a little meditation straight after this, or, you know, even before it. We can't do that now, because that's already happened. Mailing list. Are you on it? Do you get it? Get on the mailing list. I tell you little intimate stories. I arrange like live Zoom phone-in things where you can sort of be on a Zoom call with me. And I guess soon we're going to be doing live shows at the end of the year in the United Kingdom. So get on the mailing list to communicate with me. Sort of, we need to build a sense of community. I know I feel like sometimes I'm overloading you with content, but you need, you need it and I need it. We need a more concentrated form of community. We need to get together and build a new nation. <laughs> new nation? Maybe. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> Um, also, 
What about my YouTube channel? There's the Awakening one. It's Mental Health Awareness Week, or it has been. And I've done a really good video about that. Annabelle said it was good. And also there's, uh, you know, there's the stuff where I talk about bloody hell, UFOs, everything, really. It's a fantastic thing. I don't want to look. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I've got to get, we've got to go on to the yoga with Adrian. Yeah. All right, Jen, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready to look at some waveforms? Are you ready well, to I've sound? So what are you going to do? Nothing. Yeah, it's the weekend. Is it now it's the weekend? Yeah, Saturday. It's Saturday now? Yeah. Life. Glorious life. <laughs> Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not no, a successful that, route. Yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told? And welcome to Russell Brand. Under the skin. I spoke to Vandana Shiva a couple of weeks ago, she, the Indian academic and activist and scholar. She Her did, voice, amazing. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Huh? She said a thing sort of similar to you about the sort of the simplicity of this, um, the personal interface with the divine and how powerful we are and the power for change that abides in that. She um, also talked about how sort of simple spirituality can be, that it doesn't have to be a esoteric, academic thing. She sort of spoke about the folk wisdom of the, I think, mostly women that taught her when she was growing up, you know, though she had a guru, you know, given her tradition and her uh, you know, country of origin. But she sort of talked about like, just learning from women in the village where she grew up and... So it doesn't have to be this very sort of taxing cerebral thing, but rather a felt and embodied wisdom about what's right. I mean, it doesn't need to be this sort of complex debate about principles and ethics. It's something that's felt. I like what you said and all about um, praying or like not praying with your friend. I'm like being a 12 step type person in recovery. I'm praying with, you know, usually for me, men, other men something I do quite frequently, you know, and sometimes if there's a sort of a profound conversation or a moment that needs recognition, I pray with men one-on-one -on -one and it's intimate, isn't it? It's intimate and I can see why there's this uh, sort of sometimes this sense of um, tension between the transition between here we are communicating just as friends and now we're moving into this space where we're admitting to a lot we're like there is great power in prayer but also great vulnerability there is this kind of a stripping back as you say of the uh small s self and this sort of kind of ghouling giddying revelation of the power that can be in being raw and bare before god sometimes you know i pray every day also that kind of prayer that's done alone you know i do it all the time and sometimes i forget that it's meant to just be to a degree conversational not sort of a highly ritualized sort of oh, you know steeped in sort of gothic drama it can just be a very private and intimate chat sometimes when it's with other men like i feel it more and like i suppose a situation in a situation like you describe where there is where the love comes to the surface the love comes to the surface when you're concerned about somebody else and i hope she's okay obviously by the way um like that it can be challenging to to go there but in a sense you are going there all the time in your classes and what you do and i'm very curious about where you plan to 
go with that and you know though i recognize that what you're saying is that it's more overt in your newsletter for the more um um engaged or committed or however you describe it members of your community i'm very interested to see how you do it publicly in real life you know when there are presumably when there are public events again and I'm interested in that. I'm interested because, in a way, Western yoga is untethered from Eastern yoga. I know there is an intercommunication. That there's Yogananda and Vivekananda and all these traditions of yogis coming to the West and all that. You know that, and yeah, and even more recently, Vikram and you know all of the sort of great teachers. And I know there's some complexity within that, of course. But like, um, in a way. How do we how do we overcome this fetishization of individualism, and how do we overcome turning yoga into another commodity? And how do we? Uh, what did the, the Jenny, who I work with, she says? I think maybe it's a phrase: optimization. Do you know that? Is that a phrase everyone uses? It's sort of like you know, yoga in order to make you better, or yoga to make you sexier, or better at your job, or whatever, as opposed to yoga to make you you know free of yourself more you more you yeah yeah more you yeah yeah the optimization it's a great word for kind of what we're seeing online with the digital exchange particularly with yoga um but i also feel like feeling kind of positive today i don't know i feel like i'm also witnessing it shift and i i do think that this last year in particular has potentially expedited that a little who knows who cares but i i am also seeing a shift from kind of the yoga booty um yeah we'll stick with that one i could think of a couple other ones but the yoga booty era i feel like we are i think we are starting to change the the kind of language and like realize that people are searching actually now for yoga to quell anxiety or like yoga for a panic attack. And and I think then that just means if you're going to put out something that says yoga for PTSD, you need, you know, you need to take full responsibility for, for that offering and um, just make sure it's coming from the right place. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I think it's okay to really optimize these things now as we shift out of the yoga booty and six pack abs and thigh gap phase thank goodness and more into the yoga for you know our mental health spiritual well-being and 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 i also want to go on the record and i'm not this is i this potentially could sound like i'm and maybe it is just trying to you know do the adrian i want everyone to like me thing but i do i do feel that it's very honest for me to say i i dig what everyone's doing you know like i dig I dig it, like in 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 the yoga world in particular. You know, like I dig it. I dig the old school folks. I dig the young teachers. Oh, so beautiful! Like I dig my my peers or colleagues, and I'm aware that that sounds like I just want to be everyone's best friend, and I kind of do. But but also, I, I really dig what what's happening for me. I'm trying to focus on the at home yoga experience. The one thing you do at home is truly no, nothing required, just for you to show up. And this sounds like a gimmick, but it's not. The hardest part 
is showing up. And if you can get yourself there and then for, for you or I, and I won't speak for you, but it could be like, it's kind of poetic, right? If you could drop to your knees once a day and just be again, kind of too simple to be true. Then like money, right? Healing, space for growth, knowing yourself. You know, I think we are such like beautiful, well-intentioned people, particularly right now at the end of this pandemic phase. I, I, I think, right, there's been an awakening. We have this inkling like, okay, wait, I do want to mindfully step forward uh, one present moment right into the next. Like I feel like it's a serious threshold happening here. But without the regular practice or uh, like any sense of what it feels like to just be anchored in an ongoing process I, I don't I just don't I don't really know how we are going to be able to achieve all of our positive well-intentioned aspirations um, particularly in the service of others that's something I'm really thinking about a lot these days because I know a lot of people will be listening to this but I feel comfortable saying with you you know the growth in the last year has been you think I'd be really excited, right? Like doing happy dance. And, and I am excited that that so many people are dropping to their knees and getting on the mat and, and um, you know, seeing the breath kind of as a, as a physiological right thing versus like this, oh, this we just told to breathe in yoga, you know. We're really, we're starting to, to learn more and more how valuable that is. I'm wondering, and kind of per what you said too, about like, I'm excited to see what happens in the future. Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm pretty scared because the growth has been so much so in the past year that I wonder how, how can I remain a helper and like a person of service when it seems I've become popular I don't, I know I can do it, but I'm just being honest in this moment of like, it was easier when I was kind of just like this, like gal from Texas. I mean, I'm still this gal from Texas, but, but I, I just want to be conscious of that moving forward because ultimately, right, we're, we're in this practice of knowing ourselves so that we can equip ourselves, right, to be of service. I decided long ago that I wanted to be on the path of helping others through through service versus like just being a famous actress. Not to say I didn't think the arts provide that because obviously they they really do provide a wonderful shared space for healing and growth and discovery. And um, my goodness, what am I saying? I feel like, I do feel like there's a challenge moving forward in maintaining the level of integrity and focus on service that I've had in previous I may not be for everyone I get that like that would be ridiculous like I would that but for me personally and and for our team right we're a team now and for the community it's like how do we keep this a service-led kind of community-led I see a lot of yoga businesses and, and, and beautiful teachers again that I dig but it's almost like the community is like a branch of the business versus for us, truly, this was a community that then we all of a sudden it was like Chris and I woke up one day and we were like, oh, man, we have a business like we need to open a bank account. I'm like, we have to learn these things like 
a lot of my journey has been self-taught. And I feel that that journey is continuing, but, but yeah, I feel a lot of responsibility right now. You know, in a week, I'll probably feel a little lighter, but I, I do feel a little kind of the heaviness of, of like, what's next, what's to come. I know I'm not alone in that, but. I think you're doing incredibly well. And I think the burden of being an innovator, as you clearly are in various ways, means that, that you have to, almost by definition, venture into new territories and that can be lonely and isolating i think success in whatever field you experience it in has an alienating component it's encouraging that you've spoken so frequently about mentors and and i feel that your ongoing humility and your flexibility and your willingness to be open is um gonna take care of you it sounds like you're well taken care of and that you're supported i mean by your own resources as well as external you know associated resources friends for want of a better word okay i hope you enjoyed that if you want to listen to the rest of the conversation go over to luminary now and subscribe you can also hear like jordan peterson over there gabor mate brené brown i mean there's all sorts going on over there it's 2.99 a month and you get a free well not free i mean it's 2.99 a month you get a guided meditation from every week from yes yeah, from that it's not that because if you buy it for just one month it's more than that but get get the annual plan commit to it i know it's expensive but it's not expensive as some things what is it amounts to hold a minute so 2.99 a month over a year that's 20p a day is it it's like if you played the euro millions once a month it's like playing euro millions once a month (laughs) give that up your your monthly euro millions and get luminary become a better person anyway go over to luminarypodcast.com to start your free trial see you there